0: Well, greetings and salutations everybody. Welcome back to the channel and this our continuing and final piece of coverage of CinemaCon 2023 as we're about to talk about the presentations, the great presentations gave by Paramount Studios and Lionsgate. Now, we were going to do these as separate, but we realized that the timing wasn't going to work like we would have had to have gotten out of the Paramount thing Come back to this hotel, do it, get back to the other hotel in time for the for the Lionsgate, and we just decided to merge them into one big presentation. <laughs> and uh, Anne is rocking the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles shirt, which we will talk about here in just a little bit. Uh, but we are first going to start off with talking about the Paramount presentation, and uh, they started off the presentation the way Ray wanted Paramount to start off the presentation. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, what do you want to mention? The Nicole Kidman tribute.
1: Ooh, that oh, that was good. Yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, his speech, that, 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 he did something never fails, right? Well, hey, listen. You know, one guy who never disappoints at CinemaCon is the chairman of Paramount, the president They're of Paramount, president, Paramount dude. Yeah. I, Brian I, I, Robbins? I can't, no, I don't think that was, that might have been his name. I, I can't remember, but he came out. He's always here. Last year, he was the one studio head last year that came out and said, hey, movie theater owners, have less trailers because audiences don't even remember what trailers they're watching because you're playing like 10 of them. So, and I love that he did that. And this year he came out. And again, the guy just speaks sense because he's like, listen, you know, every every studio head this week has been talking because you're talking to movie theater owners. He goes, we're, all of them are saying, we're committed to theatrical. We're committed to theatrical. He came out and said, look, we're committed to theatrical because we've figured out that that's how you're going to make streaming work. You make streaming work by having a robust, thriving, active, theatrical schedule. Theatrical leads to streaming success. And I just, and so he was talking about how, you know, Amas and the other studios, we're, now we're starting to figure that out. That theater And it's like, oh, if only Rob and I haven't been saying that for like four <laughs> years that we've been saying that. But they're figuring it out now. You know what made me think of, and I don't know if you'll agree with this or not, it made me think for a long time as streaming was emerging, people saw it as a new paradigm for the theatrical release. Right. What I realized today after hearing the Paramount guy talking is that streaming isn't a new paradigm for theatrical release. Streaming is the new paradigm for DVDs and home video. And just how DVDs, Blu-ray, physical media, home video, pay-per-view, all that kind of stuff, that was the, the yin and yang of theatrical release that then you did this. Streaming is really not... The new model for the theatrical is the new model for home video, and that old partnership that would always drive home video because obviously movies that came out in theaters always led to higher selling DVDs and Blu-rays.
2: Yeah, hundred percent. And but also you've got the the next tier is like the the video on demand downloadable. Yeah. So streaming would be the third tier, and somebody said that earlier that it was it, it, the, the, I think it was David Zaslav that talked about video on demand. So yeah. you have three revenue streams. But you're, I think you're absolutely right about that. And, I mean, physical media is dying. It's still a multi-billion dollar business, but it is eventually going to die out entirely. And I do think you're absolutely right about that. And the thing is, we always knew this. It, it, I do not understand. How did they not know this about streaming? They looked at streaming as like this great
0: white hope, but why? Yeah. Why? And, and now they're learning that, hey, when we still put our movies in theaters first... We get great results on streaming. Imagine that. And they were talking about that. And that's why legacy TV shows do well as well. After the fact as well. Yeah. Um, So that was his kind of preamble to the thing. And then they launched into and started things off with the, I think maybe the only reason I was able to drag Ray to come to CinemaCon, (laughs) Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yeah. So they started things off by bringing out Seth Rogen, to talk about it. And, you know, he said something very interesting, Seth Rogen. He said, "Um, you know, I thought the one thing that's been missing from all these iterations of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles is the teenage part. Like, a lot of times the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and he said a lot of them are great, it's just that they don't really feel like teenagers. And so he said they literally brought in just four teenagers to do the voices of the turtles, and he would just let them go and add lib and go and just and
3: they recorded together yes which is so not the norm either because usually you're isolated in a booth by yourself so they were able to record all in the same room and play off of each other
0: so uh they played a bunch of footage and look I'll get this out of the way and then we can go to the more enthusiastic voices I still don't know why anybody's excited about this <sighs> i I saw and even Ray I was even Ray said to me afterwards like i I watched this like Mm-hmm. and Ray watched it afterwards, and he loved it, but he said, you know what, after watching this footage, because they showed us a bunch of footage, he said, I get why people who wouldn't be enthused about this wouldn't be enthused about it. I don't know, Ray, like, no, oh, no, you were so happy with it. I, I love it, because it's it's different. It's
4: different. I, I welcome the, 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 you know, how he's going about this, yeah. this movie, but I think because I was talking to someone in front of me about the turtles thing, and he, his gripe was he wanted the same of what what's been going on, like the that the the animated series. Oh, okay. He 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 didn't want the the change, and he admitted that, and that's why he's not going to go see it. He also pointed out that's probably why it's not going to make a lot of money. There's a lot of people in the same boat, and I get it. I get it. Like the teenage thing, it's there's they're drawing a real hard line there. Mm-hmm. If you can't get with the, the teenage jokes and just the kiddie, uh, um, um I don't know, the kitty mentality, and a, the theme of this whole yeah. thing, then you're not going to watch it. So I get why John... Wouldn't every teenage mutant, tur-
2: teenage mutant Ninja Turtles fan watch this, though?
3: I think so. Well,
2: he he just talked to one that yeah. wasn't happy about I it. Just, people are always saying that now. This is something new. Well, I refuse to watch it.
0: I'm like... Will you keep? So is, like it's Star not Trek. the thing I wanted it to be. Yeah. I'll say this: no, though. I will say this. Star Trek. I'm not going to touch that. Oh, I watch all Star Trek. I'm not going to touch that.
4: That's
0: true. Okay. But but I'll say this: I don't like. Star Trek. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. Gonna, <laughs> oh, I haven't been thrilled by what I've seen from Teenage Mutant. This new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, but. I oh, I disagree. I think it's gonna make a lot of money.
3: Me too. I think it will. I,
0: I, I think it's, what did you think about it, man Oh, I think
1: it's, I, I love the animation style. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think it's super Bebop unique. and
0: Rocksteady look yeah, great. Yeah, I,
1: I think they Better look great. It does really look like it's out of a comic book, the yeah. way that they've drawn them, and I, I'm, I That's... love, like, poop jokes, so I also love Teenage
0: Although, <laughs> after, after watching Joyride, I'll never look at Master Splinter again. <laughs> yeah. I'll say it again. Not, not oh, gonna say anything more oh, on that. Oh my god!
4: <laughs> but
1: they did, not the did say show anything splinter more about in the trailer. They did, did they splinter show splinter
4: in the trailer. All, uh, yeah, bebop and bebop, rock I don't know
0: oh, if they released did yeah, they release
4: yeah. that this yet. Well, in the trailer, they they showed us our our first look. Well, at least mine. Right?
0: Well, it wasn't a tra- they did show us. Well, the thing footage. is, we watched we watched like a full scene, like a, a full yeah. whole, whole long scene when we got introduced to the villain of the film. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's the name of the villain again? I have no idea, but he's voiced by something fly. He's voiced
4: by Ice, Cube. He's voiced he's by Ice Cube. What's up? Yeah.
3: he's a fly. I can't yeah, remember his name. Yeah, something fly was. I don't
0: think. No. Yeah, something no. fly is the name of it. And but the anime the the way rocksteady and bebop look fly. Like yeah. thank you al johnson show and uh jason oh, night yeah, superfly is the villain of this movie they're like short and stumpy and just real cute yeah i i, I just think the whole thing is just adorable i hate good. to say that about ninja turtles but oh,
2: no, it is
0: it. um so yeah so we got again i thought bebop and rocksteady looked really great um I think I agree with Dan that the animation style, it's very unique, and they kind of described it as wanting the animation style to feel like it was literally panels from a comic book jumping off the page. That's cool. And I'm, and, and when he said that, I said, you know what? Yeah, I can see that. Um, so again, I don't know that this movie is going to be for me, but I think it will be for a lot of people. So yeah. we'll... We'll see how that. and they started the whole thing off with a twenty-five or thirty person dance troupe dressed in Ninja Turtle costumes, running on stage with a with a DJ on stage and doing this dance routine. They're
4: all in on this. They're all in on this because they did the same thing with Sonic last year.
0: Yeah, oh and the the president of distribution for Paramount Studios literally came out on stage with the dancers doing their routine and then gathering around this light filled manhole cover sewer. And the sewer and level comes rolls. up and he rises up out of the sewer with the Ninja Turtle mask and everything. <laughs> oh, cool. pizza, pizza. Oh yeah, he started
3: to pizza. <laughs> I was like, man, I wish like were down from, there. Because oh, people buddy. were turning it down. I couldn't believe it. Right? I would say that pizza. That looked
0: like a good ass pizza too. <laughs> yeah. Like right. eight slices. Oh. So that was right. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. And now you gotta forgive us because this presentation was like ten hours ago, yeah. and I'm trying to remember everything that
4: happened. It, they went through a bunch of just reveals of what's coming. Yeah, the animation. Then, yeah, other animation.
0: It was Sponge what was so. Oh, so we're Sponge getting
3: Bugs. Avatar: The Last Airbender. Oh, the film.
0: image looked great because it's 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 Avatar: The Last Airbender with the classic characters. The Aang gang. But now they're about twenty. Yeah. yeah, They're about so, 20 wow. years old yeah. now. So you see Aang looking man. older now that and Kira. Mm-hmm. It, 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 oh, they didn't show us any footage or anything. It's like more than a year and a half away. Wow. But they just showed us this great image that looked really, really good. Oh, yeah. The very first reveal after that was
4: the return of Transformers.
0: Oh, trans- what's it called again? Transformers 1. One. and Transformers 1, O-N-E. Also and, cast. Yep. I mean, so it's going to be set in the earlier days on Cybertron this new Transformers animated movie. And it's going to be about uh, the creation and development of Prime, Megatron, all that kind of stuff. So Megatron in this new animated movie that's coming out 2024, mid 2024 is uh, Brian Tyree Henry, Henry, um, who is just in bullet train. Of course he's in Atlanta. He's in eternals. He's in like, he's just killing it these days. So he's the new voice of Megatron and uh, Thor. Uh, Chris, uh, Chris, uh, Chris um, Hemsworth is going to be the new voice of Optimus Prime. Wow! Uh, uh, yeah. And then who was some? Of the rest of the cast was like Scarlet. a Scarlett Johansson, yeah. Keegan
3: Michael Key is Lawrence in Lawrence Fishburne. Lawrence Fishburne.
4: Uh, there's one more I'm forgetting. I'm forgetting. I just can't remember. It
0: was uh, an older gentleman. He was. Uh, I don't. I can't remember. Yeah. But I, I mean, so it actually sounds pretty. They and they mentioned this is going to be the first Transformers animated movie in 40 years. Yeah. Uh, since the last time when hasbro raped our childhoods oh, and wow. said hey kids look at all the transformers you love oh my god we're gonna kill them all in 10 minutes yay Let's bring this up go again. buy new transformers <laughs> goodness gracious <laughs> Cha-ching. Cha-ching. <laughs> <laughs> it was really hard. It's like, I'm, I'm sorry, but I'm a kid. I've talked about this before, but I'm a kid watching that original trailer. soundtrack's killer. You got the touch. I mean, I used huh. to love the, yeah. the the soundtrack and everything, too. But I mean, I go there to see Optimus Prime, and I go there to see Prowl, and Sunstreaker, and Bumblebee, and Brawn, and Ironside, Ironside, and Wheeljack, and Ratchet. I mean, I go to see all these guys, right? And what did that movie do? They fucking killed them all. It's okay. It's, it's, okay it's, it's okay. Kill them Dr. all. It's, it's not okay. Right? It's over. Were it's not like I have 30 not years ago. Every time this comes up. And then it's run, like, run, oh, don't run, worry run, about run. it, kids. Here's Rodimus Prime. Oh my God, Rodimus Prime. Right, right, fucking right. what? This and then, oh, look, everybody. Here's cup. What the fuck is a cup? This is where they went wrong. This and it's like, oh. Were
3: you mostly sad because you had to redecorate your childhood? I rooms? fucking hated
0: them for so many years. <laughs> and I, I just I remember after watching that movie and going back and look at my Transformers collection. I'm like, well, this is all useless now. They're <laughs> <out> all dead. <time." laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, at I'm, still me I'm still bitter. I'm still bitter. Anyway, but the, the new animated thing they just showed a couple of still images, yeah. like artwork. Um, again, it's that's 2025 or tw- no, 2024. No, no, no. It's 2024, July yeah. 2024. July 2024. So that yeah. looks pretty good. Mm-hmm. Uh, Excited about. Then they talked about a new SpongeBob SquarePants that oh, yeah. I think that was 2025.
3: Yeah, it's oh, yeah.
0: ways off. Yeah, that one's way off. Search um, for
3: squarepants or something? Yeah, search for
0: squarepants. squarepants. You know, so, of course, the same promises. It's going to be the biggest one yet. Yeah, it you know, probably will. The sponge
3: SpongeBob ever. Now, the reason
0: Rob's right. not talking as much is because, uh, unfortunately, some came up. Rob wasn't able to get into the, or uh, make it, make it over to the. Yes. So you
2: don't know
0: about any of this, Rob?
2: Well, no, because I follow it on
0: Deadline. I read everything that happened. No, no,
4: no. I meant you weren't. Yeah, okay. Well, Rob had an emergency.
0: So, uh, so go so ahead, we, honey. Did... The next movie. What the was next, the next one? Well, let's stick on since we're on the theme of the Transformers. Oh, um, I don't think this was the next thing they brought out, but no, well, the right, next but, thing was Paw Patrol. Was. Oh, yeah. that's right. Let's and, stick and on the animation. I forgot about that. <laughs> this really dumb-looking Paw Patrol. Excuse me. Excuse me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think but
1: it looks great.
0: Now the Paw Patrol dogs are superheroes. They have superpowers no. now. Why, yes. why can't they? Huh? Why Everyone else is. So they're mutants.
3: fine with that plot. That is absolutely fine. Why in perfect heaven do you not? I'm glad that made you laugh. Okay, I don't understand why they were like we're getting together an A-list cast, including Kim, Kim Kardashian, Kardashian and her children, and her kids. It's children aren't like I'm not going to see this unless Kim K is in it. No. It's just voice
0: Kardashian is the voice of pop. She's
3: yeah. one of the shitty like poodles or something. Like, oh, so I'm trying I'm to give gonna... Anne her window. Oh, I, I want, want her you. Kardashian. Um Kardashian. But
0: like, Yeah, and it wasn't just Kim Kardashian. It was a couple of other it's a ton army... of people. But uh, but of like names, not talent. And it, it, like it's it's all voiced Correct. by names, yeah. they want not that. talent. Yeah,
3: except for it's Kristen a... Bell. She can do anything. Y- yes, she's incredible. There were one or two legitimate yeah. people in but there, but it's a whole bunch of people who are like just hire a.
1: There, but there is absolutely an audience for this. And I was telling John, this is a Spin Master Entertainment movie, and they make gangbusters off the toys that they make mm-hmm. on Paw Patrol. So I expect this movie will do well for that audience. Yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: It's, so, like it's uh, going to have to compete with Strays, you know? But both it looks them the same thing. Yeah, it's the same thing, really. <laughs> it's a double feature with your kids, Strays <laughs> and Paw Patrol. Um, I, it didn't look very good. What? It didn't look very
3: good. <laughs> you too, Chris. I was so mad about the voice acting thing. And on, I know you I'm, I'm buying it.
0: Looked good, I know though, I'm, biased. Right? Well, I'm telling he's you, good, good. that little fat
4: bulldog or dog, oh, whatever, projects. everything he did, I was he's like, perfect. I don't know what you are, really, because this animation is really bad. I can't tell what. I wasn't
0: finished. Well, it wasn't like, like, half it. of the animation yeah, wasn't
4: yeah. finished, so that's fine. But I will ride with that dog wherever.
3: I loved him. Yeah. He, he fell boy.
4: asleep in one second. So
0: who, who, who does that? Yeah. In, in air, who does that? <laughs> Still, I did that during Lionsgate. And John tapped me twice. He did. During the Lionsgate presentation, like, it's fine. Ray laid, but we were talking for one second. Ray's on this side of me. Talking to Ray. And said something. I turned over talked to him for a second. Then I turned back to Ray to continue the conversation. Yeah. He was... And he then I out. woke up and then I fell asleep and I John was like a nighthawk. I couldn't even no, get that. No, no, breath no, 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 no. Was it no no no, no, here's the problem. I didn't mind <laughs> if Ray fell asleep, but we're surrounded by theater professionals, right? And he's he's like and he yeah, That's it? fine, and that's fine, that's fine. Until it's <laughs> Hey, hey. Man. I, I thought we we're still so in Paramount. So I'm having to hit his leg. Wake up. <laughs>
4: no, <laughs> I think you were sticking things, things in my mouth. <laughs> 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 like, yeah, dropping popcorn. <laughs> <in my> <laughs> You're getting okay. all the theater owners to
0: throw stuff in my mouth. I know it. So that's Paw Patrol. <laughs> so uh, then they bring out the two. Well, they bring out uh, Dave uh, Capel, Capel. They mm-hmm. bring out. Wait, you
1: missed one movie.
0: Stephen. Stephen Cappell. I said definitely yeah, Dave what, what Chappelle. Movie did miss?
1: Wait, am I mixing it up? Or oh, did control. Rihanna not come out during... Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh,
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah, even I knew. I was going to say, wait a minute. Yeah, 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 yeah. that's right. <laughs> the the so animation. then yeah. they announce another animated movie that nobody asked for. Yeah, nobody did. Another Smurfs movie. and It's another hybrid of animation and, and live action. And Smurfette, uh, this time, is going to be voiced by Rihanna. And so, and then the, they thrilled the audience with Rihanna, come, came out on stage. Yeah. Um, and talked about, you know, she wanted to do this because she wanted to score early points, cool points for her kid with her kids. Because yeah. uh, she's in her third trimester, pregnant, like on stage. Yeah. And she was talking she's with very
3: her. heckin' pregnant.
0: She she glows uh, though. Yeah. Like, what,
3: what, well, she always does. What, she's Rihanna.
4: What yeah. One interesting note about that is the title card it said, not Smurfs, the Smurf.
3: The Smurf. Singular, singular
4: movie. movie. It, did did it was it just say? Yeah. there was no S. There's no S. There was no S. Yeah. Oh, it's just based I I on her. And all
1: the right. art origin of Smurf. Yeah, oh. yeah. Well, well, they but they, they talked
0: about their about all. That. But when she was describing, when the studio head was describing, you was talking about the Smurfs. They're going to be getting yeah. But look at the title no. Okay, okay. 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 Yeah. Yeah. All
3: right. And Rihanna's also a producer on it too.
0: Yes, which really means we'll give you a producer credit if you will come and voice and sing. Oh, exactly yeah, she's going to make original music, music sing for it. she's going to make several, several songs. She in
3: here
0: right now. Um. Where's <laughs> my papa's Man,
4: <laughs> man billion dollars, baby.
3: Next movie.
4: They should wow. do the halftime show as a Smurf.
3: Paramount. Ryan Ball. Robinson, call your boy. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> I I
0: I want to tell you all. What Ray said the moment we went off air on yesterday's stream. But I'm, <laughs> no, I'm no, gonna
3: demonetize. I'm gonna keep it demonetized. Demonetize.
0: Keep it, keep that one close okay. to the vest. Oh <laughs> okay, yeah. so, so that was the smurfs. Okay, now we're, now we're we gonna move on the to the Transformers. Close the door. We're gonna move on to the Transformers. Which I did see. Um so they brought out the the two human stars. Uh, <laughs> Anthony <laughs> Ramos and I forget the name of the girl. Uh, oh. She... I'm not
3: familiar with her work. I, but, I don't know,
0: She used to work at a Regal. Yeah, yeah.
3: she was so scared. A lot of
0: from the crowd. So the, the director came out, the two human stars, they talked about it. It's set. The movie's set in the 90s. Um, the best thing and the most surprising thing to me about the new trailer, which I, I'm sure you guys have seen now, they told us they literally showed it to us and then six seconds later they released it to the world. Um,
3: Dominique Fishback. That's her name. Unicron. Dude. But thank you for
2: that. Thank you. I saw that in the trailer, and even I freaked out a little bit.
0: When they said Unicron, I'm like, okay, please don't be like a smoke cloud in the thing. No, it's... It's Unicron. It's Unicron.
2: Yeah, it's Unicron.
0: It's Unicron, which, I mean... Uh, unless they bring in the Matrix, I'm not really sure how you're, they're supposed to fight Unicron. But okay, I'm no. sure they'll come up with something. You got the touch. They'll, they'll bring out the Matrix of leadership and blow, But that he looked great. He looks mm-hmm. great. He looked great. The sound was not good. No. In the because tra- there's the trailer ends with this big battle <laughs> sequence, and I'm like, where's the where's the sound?
3: It was it was not great. Yeah. That moment.
0: Yeah, so I'm. just, it's just not fish. Oh, oh, but yeah, whatever. See so anything in space? The tra- No, it was on Earth. Oh, the yeah. problem with it, I though. So the best thing about it was was Unicron. Yeah. The part that I instantly, when it happened in the in the trailer, mm-hmm. I felt my butt cheeks clinching up. Yeah. And then I heard Ray go, Oh no! Don't do that. Yeah. When that. when Mirage well. says, "Here, take the keys," and he throws him something, and I'm like, "Oh, he's going to drive." And then all of a sudden they, now look, I don't know what they're doing, so I might be getting worked up over nothing. That's, and I hope I am. But it looked like they were turning him into a transformer. Don't do
2: it. Yeah, it, it, it Don't. I didn't know what that was it. about. Which is
0: look, fucking stupid. But it could be like that. an
2: Iron Man suit. That's
0: of course, because everything's an Iron Man suit. You,
2: you know, wait. your favorite
0: nanotech. It's all magic. Now, now, oh, Ray brought up a really good alternative. It's like, what if this is a thing that and it just becomes like a weapon that he can use? I would love that. I'm down with that. That'll be that's cool. Idea, right? Yeah. But if they turn him into a fucking Iron Man or they turn him into an Autobot or whatever, yeah. that's gonna be fucking stupid. Yeah, because yeah. Because it will be, really be about the robot but look,
2: I mean, I thought that the robot action looked great. I, yeah. I liked all the different. I mean, the, the visual effects were really impressive. Mm-hmm. Seeing a uh, uh, Optimus Primal, all that stuff was very cool.
4: Um, you I, know, I love the
0: Overall, I thought the, I thought the trailer was solid. I, I thought know, it, was it was really cool. good. I only
4: had one question after the trailer. Unicron, that planet is so big. Do you think they have mint mobile?
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know what, Ray? That's yeah. actually good timing. <laughs> That's... Yes. That's good timing. We've got... Well, you know, let's finish talking about Transformers oh, first. And then okay. we'll go over... But no, no, it's good timing. I'm working right on now. it, folks. Um, I'm getting there. So the, the action in it looked great. Um, Peter's... I mean, I don't know how old Peter is now, but you're, Peter yeah, oh, yeah. Okay. you're starting to really hear the age in his Yeah, Yeah, I noticed that too. Right. It's almost to the point where I, you still recognize it's Optimus Prime. Well,
2: it's been 40 years.
0: Yeah, oh, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. But it's... Good he,
3: Canadian kid, by the way.
0: Even <laughs> he doesn't... Good points for that. Thanks. Even he doesn't really sound like Optimus anymore. Right. And, and you're, you're does, you know, the side, yeah, you're talking about the special. Angel well, team, uh, yeah, right? and it's
2: also like when Optimus Primal was talking, yeah, that wasn't supposed to. I was like, is that
3: Peter Cullen?
2: I don't think so. I believe it's that's someone else, in. yeah. Um, he was born else. in 1941, so yeah,
3: oh Peter Cullen. God. His voice is gonna wow. change yeah. a little bit.
2: So, if Peter Cullen was born in 41, yes, that means he's 80 something, 82.
3: Optim- yeah, Optimus Primal is Ron Perlman.
2: Oh, that's oh, that's oh, now Okay, all right. He might take yeah. over the prime spot. Right? He, so Peter okay. Collen. Well, apparently 82. Chris
0: Hemsworth is taking over the prime yeah. spot. That's, young prime. that's Yeah, prime I know, prime I know, I know. But prime. but maybe he'll uh, he'll start doing that. <laughs> I in didn't picture. hear him in there. But Denny
3: Rojas is gonna <laughs> be a boy. Denny, Denny Rojas. Rojas. Cristo Fernandez. Mm-hmm. Ooh, I Football love you. is
4: life. I'm um, hungry now for some reason. Doesn't he have a taco shop in
3: there? Didn't place? he just eat cake?
0: Well, it doesn't matter. It's not tacos. It's not tacos. Um, so, but again, overall, a little, some things that make me a little bit nervous, a little bit worried, but overall, solid. Uh, I mean, the Unicron appearance, I I loved, I, um, but although a classic, (laughs) one classic Transformer live action movie problem, when there's big action going on, you can't tell who's an Autobot and who's a Decepticon sometimes, or who's a, um... Maximal and who's a what's the name of the other ones? Uh, the pre- a ter- pre- Predacon? Predicon. No, no, Predacons so is a, from, and a... then there's one with a T. The te- ter- I, I don't know, I, I'm not a good pre- aren't the Predacons from the regular Transformers. I thought they're the... they Beast Wars ter- things. I
3: they were Beast Wars
0: Terracons, oh, Terracons, Terracons. Thank you, yes, Terracons. So, I so, and, and that's that's classic live action Transformer issue is that a lot of times when there's big action sequences going on, unless it's the bright red of Optimus Prime, sometimes it's very difficult to pick out, okay, who's shooting at who and what's going what? But that was just from a short Uh-oh. clip. Again, overall, listen, I love the first trailer. I continue to be experiencing Stockholm Syndrome with, with Transformers movies because every single time I buy into the trailers yeah. and then every single time they, you know, kill me and send me back to my loved ones yeah. in boxes uh, one... but i but whatever i think this tra- i think this movie looks good and i'm going to believe that it's going to be more bumblebee than it is transformers 2 3 4, 05
4: Speaking of that, Anne noticed something in the trailer. She asked us, "Do you think Bumblebee dies?"
3: Oh yeah, because
4: he gets sh- shredded, right? In the middle, th-
3: more than shanked.
4: Nah. yeah,
0: no, nah. nah. What were you gonna
3: say? I was gonna say they did bring up that this is coming off of the heels
0: of the Bumblebee. Bumblebee. Yeah. yeah, so
3: I do think it's gonna be more in the vein of that. Yeah, than, which,
0: you know. which I think the real False, question six, in Anne's six, mind, six, mind six. is, will Haley Steinfeld make a surprise cameo appearance? Mm. That's yes, a, for probably her. in the beginning, maybe in the beginning, saying bye to Bumblebee. Right. Uh, okay. By the way, thank you to Leandro uh, Urina who sent in a super chat badge in our live chat. Thank, thank you, you for that. All right. Wait, 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 one last thing. My only one. One last thing. My only problem with the
4: Transformers is we didn't see a lot of RC. I want to see more of her parts. I don't like,
0: know if RC even in it. Yeah. Um, the 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 pink the pink. Yeah, bike. but I don't know. Th- I don't know if that's RC. It looks like yeah. RC. I mean, it, it did look like, but I thought I heard well, it was we, another. We all
4: saw that part where she's like sliding in that van uh, on that cliff. I kind of want to
0: see a little bit more of her. I'm not. I mean yeah, That's, that's not our team. Maybe that's. That maybe. might be Nightbird it's no uh, people in the live chat are saying it's rc okay okay so there you go it is rc i for some reason i thought it was uh i thought it was somebody else but okay uh anyway guys uh we've got more to talk about here a whole bunch more but before we do we're gonna take a quick second and thank the sponsor of our coverage here of CinemaCon 2023 and of course my mobile service provider mint mobile we want to thank a sponsor of this video Mint Mobile. From the gas pump to the grocery store, your utility bills and favorite streaming services, inflation is everywhere. Seriously, make it stop. Thankfully, there's one company out there that's giving you a much needed break. It's Mint Mobile. As the first company to sell premium wireless service online only, Mint Mobile lets you order from home and save a ton with phone plans starting at just $15 a month. You guys know that ever since I switched to Mint Mobile, I've been saving almost 70% a month over my old phone plan. For people looking for extra savings this year, Mint Mobile offers premium wireless for just $15 a month. By going online only and eliminating the traditional cost of retail, Mint Mobile passes the significant savings on to you. All of their plans come with unlimited talk and text, plus high-speed data delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. Use your own phone with any Mint Mobile plan and keep your same phone number along with all your existing contacts. Switch to Mint Mobile and get premium wireless service starting at just $15 a month. To get your new wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month and get the plan shipped to your door for free, go to mintmobile.com slash campia. That's mintmobile.com slash campia. Cut your wireless build of 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash campia. And thank you to our friends at Mintmobile, still currently owned by Ryan Reynolds, uh, for sponsoring our coverage of Cinemacon 2023. All right. Speaking of Ryan Reynolds. Uh, one of the really exciting things, I mean, Rihanna was brought out on stage. That was exciting. But then uh, they brought out another filmmaker on stage, John Krasinski. Uh, they brought him out to talk about his two upcoming projects. And the one is one he's got starring Ryan Reynolds and Steve Carell. It's in well, it's actually got a really, really good cast. It's his upcoming film called If, where it takes this young girl. Uh, who befriends ryan reynolds and this young girl has this power they call it to be able to see and talk to other people's imaginary friends oh my god the a, ones oh they had as god. children the ones <laughs> they had as children and as kids and uh, we've heard the concept before but they actually played us some stuff and i gotta tell you that i think it was uh, reynolds ryan who said this is basically a live action Pixar film. Mm -hmm. And he's absolutely right. When they started playing some of it, we're like, this is what a Pixar film would be if they kind of brought it into live action. Um, And I, you know, they didn't give too much away or whatever, but all the stuff they showed us was really charming and funny. Um, And I'll tell you what, I've been interested in this project because it's John Krasinski, but- I'm really excited to see this movie now. And again, it's called are. If. What did you think about the footage?
3: Oh, it looks adorable. It's so amazing. I love this kind of stuff. I was a big, um, uh oh gosh drop dead fred oh, yeah. i loved that movie so much that's about imaginary friends one specifically but this looks really really charming the cast is stacked too it's philip bridge it's luke gossett jr it's bobby Moynihan. it's tons and tons of people it looks really really fun and i love that john krasinski was saying he wanted to make a movie that his kids could watch before the age of 40. Uh,
0: but, yeah he wanted to make a movie that was basically not the quiet place yeah. <laughs> um what did you think about the uh, the if stuff uh,
1: i i think the the characters themselves look really unique and I like yeah. that they integrate really well with the you know real life set mm-hmm. and the people that are the actors that are in it. And I love that everybody's imaginary friend is different. Very yes. different. Like the cup with the ice cube in it is somebody's imaginary friend. <laughs> oh my god! I didn't
0: notice that. One. I didn't notice there was someone. There. Oh now look, god. I know it's a totally different studio, but if somehow they work out a partnership where one of the imaginary friends is Bing Bong. I'll be, oh. I might cry. Justice for being long. <laughs> I might actually cry in this thing. So that looked great. Now that led up to this other movie that he's got coming out that he's not directing this time, but he is the producer of it. And it's his brainchild, A uh, uh, Quiet Place Day One. Mm-hmm. And he said... We're going to take it all the way back to the day the alien invasion begins, and it's going to take place in the loudest city in the world, New York. And as soon as he said that, I'm like, oh, all right, oh, yeah, I'm totally uh, all right. And sure enough, they and of course the great uh, Lupita Nyong'o is, is starring Academy Award winner. And it was only about, what, like three minutes? Something like that. Three minutes they showed That's us. Intense. And we never saw the monsters. Not, but never saw the monsters. John, did you have a problem with Lupita always carrying a cat? Hmm? Only in one shot scene. No, not because Pretty it was... Pretty sure
1: the him. cat didn't survive oh. the first two seconds. Uh, yeah,
0: and I, I like to believe she was taking it to be euthanized. So. Oh, <laughs> my God. That, that's, yeah. that's, my he- that's my head. No, parenting. terrible. No, let's, turn, let's make that's it a double fail. Because
4: John, she knew the aliens were coming and it wouldn't survive.
0: So. That, that's right. See, it's all about see, that. I see. I got you. Stupid Sometimes. cats are stupid. I don't think she um,
1: spoke a word in that. Train no,
0: she didn't say one word. Yeah, she had some people speaking words to her, mm-hmm. but uh, she did. We didn't hear one line of dialogue from her. Like a lot of her in it, but we don't hear her say anything. Which I think that was by design. Yeah. Um, they did and, one of my favorite shots though. It's always you? looking at the sky and an
4: invasion about to happen.
0: Yeah, this great part where they step outside of this bus and then kind that, of look up to yeah. the sky and all these what look like meteors falling to earth and then all hell breaks loose in new york and listen i i love the quiet place franchise i i think these films are masterpieces i just absolutely adore them and this looks like it's going to be no less so i really dug what did you think of it right from what i saw it's fine to me i i like i like alien
4: invasions i don't know they should they should make it happen in real life
0: they should alien make Evasions?
4: it in real life Th- Alright. I mean there's not much to say. There's there, it's gonna be tense as heck. Yeah. But in a bigger environment like New York, we're we we will not feel so isolated, I don't think, in this one like we have before in the other ones. The other ones, it was like there's a tree, but what's behind the tree? This and that. Now we have a bunch of people around us. It looks like she escapes to like a maybe a subway system or something fell because it was dark in yeah. one of those things. I don't know. It'll be interesting to see. I love origin stories of things that happen that destroy something,
0: so. All right, so that was John Krasinski's part for that. So we had Rihanna come out, we had John Krasinski come out, and then it just kept getting bigger because then they brought out who they refer to as the maestro, Martin Scorsese, mm-hmm. comes out on stage in his wee little legs, yeah. take him to this, <laughs> he stepped up to the, to the wow. podium oh, and stepped up to the podium and had to instantly stand on top of a box. On there, Good hey
3: maestro, incredible filmmaker, tiny-legged man. You heard it here <laughs> first. This hey, is the hard-hitting stuff the, we bring you.
1: I walked right by him, and we're the same height, so I just yeah,
0: to- and walked right by him in the hallway. Like, should
1: have beat him, him up. Height shamed
0: him. I'm not. He's he's immortal. He's the great Martin Scorsese. <laughs> I'm saying he's 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 a short guy. Cute, That's all. He's a little king. Uh but man, they should start going up. It's It doesn't matter how much you talk about martin scorsese when you start listing off his films like the dude's a fucking titan yeah he's immortal i mean it's incredible and then they of course brought him in there to talk about his new film killers of the flower moon starring uh, robert de niro which he said he's made 10 films with robert de niro i've made six films with leonardo dicaprio and this is the first time i've made one with both of them (laughs) so that that got people excited and uh, which stars Robert De Niro, Leonardo DiCaprio, and my accountant's wife. Uh, yes, the accountant of the the, the John Campion show is uh, his wife is actually the the star of. Uh, oh, uh, wow. yes, that, Yeah, glad, Gladstone. I've never known what uh, what his uh, what name his wife goes by, oh. but I know that's her. So at at any rate, um, they showed us the first footage for Killers of the Flower Moon. It gave me. Mississippi Burning vibes. Ooh, yeah, I can okay. see that. Um, it, it totally gave me Mississippi Burning vibes. Need
3: a tombstone in there.
0: It is. If you're thinking you're gonna go walk in and see a Wolf of Wall Street kind of Martin Scorsese yeah, movie, no, 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 no. That if you're looking for some hilarity and some what, no, no. no. This is just really fucking tense, really tense and really awful. Mm-hmm. And when I say awful, I mean you're you're seeing people being awful yeah. right uh, and, I, and, and listen and I mean this in the best way possible I felt icky like the, and that's by design they want you to feel the ickiness of yeah. what yeah. people can be yeah and all I know is that th- that thing ended I'm like I gotta watch this movie oh my god yeah. I gotta watch this movie <laughs> it looks so good I don't think they put any of it online uh, and I don't think yeah. they're going to, but oh my God, it looked good. What did you think about the Killers of the Flower Moon stuff?
3: It looks so intense. Yeah, yeah I mean, it, it's a really timely thing too, just talking about like taking resources and things like that too. And it's one of those things of just, oh my gosh, how far we've come and how little we've come as well of just like, this is the same stuff that we were dealing with constantly in the world. Um, and the fact that he worked with the Osh people too is really, really fantastic on this. And it just looks so powerful and upsetting. It has a lot to do with the oil in the area, um, yeah, okay. and and yeah. it just oof. It's going to be a really intense it, film.
4: It, it began with one of the the someone saying like, oh, we moved them out to the worst parts or like the worst. We part.
0: gave yeah. We talk about the, this this uh, First Nations tribe, and they said we gave them the, the shittiest piece of land. Ha ha ha. Only then they found out they had oil on that. Yeah. And so the white guys are coming to take it back from them. There's oil on it. And it's all based on a true story. And it's, it's heartbreaking and tense. And I, oh God, Martin Scorsese is so good.
4: Going to get me so mad if I watch this film. Probably. Yeah, but yeah.
0: that's going to be, I think, exactly. by design. That's what he's going for, what he's trying to get yeah. out of us. And. It looks incredible, mm-hmm. and, and you know they they hyped up a lot that this is really, this is Apple. Ever since Apple announced that they're going to put a billion dollars a year into theatrically released films, this is the first big movie they're going to have come out after that announcement, and uh, it's it's really going to be amazing to see. Yeah. I, I, I cannot wait to watch this thing. All right, so there was that. Then the I believe the last film.
3: One love. Oh, I forgot about that. Ziggy Marley came out on
0: stage. Ziggy Marley came out on stage. uh, And I'm not, we all over lunch agreed that Jamaican is probably the coolest accent in the world. And uh, I will not try to mimic it. But Ziggy Marley. Can you do Jamaican? No. No, let's not. I don't know.
4: Ziggy. (laughs) So
0: Ziggy comes out and they, to introduce this movie that he's one of the producers on about his father, Bob Marley. And it's called One Love, and it—I mean, look—it's—it looks great. I'm not big on musical biopics, but it looks like, at least from what they showed us, that this is certainly part Bob Marley biopic, Mm -hmm. but it's also really about the events that surrounded him in that time, right? Yeah, Yeah. which, yeah, which to me makes it. Far more interesting than just another story about another musician. For sure. And like to see the idea of Bob Marley within that social change and and within that context and how he was influenced by it and how he influenced it. To me, that's the part that really makes it interesting to me. What do you think about that?
3: Great music, right? It's a time capsule of its time. It's reflective of the events that are happening around it. And it's really great to see a film exploring that aspect of it, not just the events of an individual artist's life, but how the times that are currently happening to them and around them affect them and the music that they create. I think it's gonna be really, really
0: compelling. Uh, by the way, thanks to Zachary Zarvos, who sends in a Super Chat badge in live chat. <laughs> Thank, Thank you, you, Zachary, appreciate that. Um, There's so- a quote in that trailer too that was really great.
4: He's like, I don't care about my life. Something all I care about is uh, something with, with, with the people or, or the culture or something like that. I don't know.
0: Fabulous quote. It was, I don't know. it was it was great. <laughs> you know, something people love. Uh, but it, but it, it looks really good, really interesting. So that was one love. Any other besides the big obvious one at the end? That's everything. I think. I think have. that's everything. So that then brought us up to them talking about Mission Impossible: Dead Reckoning Part One. This is what they ended the show with. And of course, the head of the studio came out and just gushed about the success they had last year with Top Gun: Maverick and and McHugh, as they're calling Christopher McQuaid these days, McQuarrie, I mean, they're just calling him McHugh. Him and Tom Cruise and all this kind of stuff. And they showed us uh, a trailer, which uh, the new trailer for it, which looked great. That's wonderful. And then the lights went down after the trailer. And by the way, Irene Jobson sends in a $10 Super Chat badge. Thank you, Irene. She would. She would. <laughs> um, Love Irene. So the lights went down in the, the after the trailer, and the trailer was good. And the guy comes out, and I remember thinking as the president of the studio is walking back up to the mic, I'm thinking, really? That's, after all you did with the other Tom Cruise things, that's all you're going to do about Dead Reckoning? All right, whatever. And so the studio guy says, that's our presentation, but you know what? We just just had a huddle backstage, and we decided two things. Number one, we're going to move up the release date. So they moved it from like the 17th to the 15th. Yeah, they moved it by 2 days. Yeah, they it's moved it by day. 2 days. That
4: is amazing, man. That's groundbreaking. Move 2
0: days. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> that's okay. So that's so good. It shook the pillars of heaven. <laughs> so <laughs> they moved it, uh, it's going to let them engage with their destiny. So they moved it up by 2 days. And that's a little bit of a buzz. Wow. 2 days they moved it up, <laughs> but then he said, "But you know what? We're going to show you 20 minutes of the film." And he said, "Now, Tom wanted me to emphasize two things. One, that this is not the beginning of the movie, and number two, what was the second thing? That's not quite polished. It's or... not
3: the completely finished cut. So yeah, they it's still not need the to com... make like some edits and things to it.
0: So, but to say we're going to show you twenty minutes of it, and it, it's classic Mission Impossible, classic Tom Cruise. Basically, it's really one big, long, prolonged, insane car chase mm-hmm. oh, with Palm Clementif as a villain who, if, if you may know her by her other name, Mantis in Guardians of the Galaxy, but Palm Clemente is hunting Tom Cruise. Nice. In this. And it looks, and they're in Rome. They're just having this big car chase scene through the streets of Rome. And it's gorgeous and beautiful and intense and a little better than other Mission Impossible movies, some really cool dialogue going on in the car. Cause, what's the name of the actress who was in the car with him, the one he's running with? Oh, the uh, oh, agent. Uh, it's Haley Atwell.
3: Haley Atwell,
0: thank you. <laughs> Haley Atwell, agent, uh, agent Carter. Yeah. Carter, yeah. yeah there you go. And the dialogue between—it's basically the whole car chase is Tom Cruise and Haley Atwell in this car, and the dialogue between them is actually really, really good. Cool. Turn left, turn left. Oh, oh, okay, or turn right. Um, watching Tom Cruise deliver that stuff was so fun. Yeah. So funny. It's understanding that it's Tom in that car driving it down those stairs and all this kind of stuff. It just, it was immersive. It felt great. And here's the thing. It was a 20 minute section of the movie and it didn't at all give us any sense of what's in the movie.
2: Yeah, that's cool.
0: Oh, that's cool. Now for the Marvels, it's not cool that we don't know anything about the movie. (laughs) Oh my God! No, no, that's that's. But that no, no, because you already know what a Mission Impossible movie is. But we don't know anything about this movie, and 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 I agree. I think that it is cool. This this far out. I still think that's cool. And the the honestly, the, the twenty minutes, they gave really nothing of it away. No, like other than okay, she stole something. Mm-hmm. Uh, governments after him, hitmen after her. They're both running. It's like a, a three-way chase scene going on. See, that's on. cool. Um, <laughs> Thank you, Rob. Back to you, Jim. Um, you know, you watch... Well, I
2: haven't seen it, so I don't know. Tom,
0: three-ways are always cool. Tom Cruise gets Eiffel Towered by... I knew it! <laughs> uh, again, another, another oh, reference to something else. Um, it looked fantastic. It looked really, really great. Your thoughts on what we saw from Mission Impossible. Well,
3: I went pee during this, What?! I had been sitting there for so long, John. I had three Dasani bottles,
0: Back to you, John. So you
3: missed? (laughs) I watched the first five minutes of it, and I was like, I gotta pee, or I'll pee my pants. Wow.
0: Okay. I didn't know that.
3: Yeah. I I can not wait
4: for him to ask me. No, go me first. Okay. Oh, okay, Ray. What did you think of it? I fell asleep during the first ten minutes. <laughs> he did because they were talking, and but then as soon as they got in the car, I was like, I rose from the dead. I was like, Holy shit! This is awesome. Please don't talk anymore.
0: I'll fall back asleep, and I made it through. So what? And I want to see it. What Ray refers to as talking is some. Awesome dialogue and <laughs> scenes going on. Right. Too far in, like, I to figure out the story, right? He just felt like. Whatever. Written by Academy Award winning writer and director Chris McCoy. Yeah. Chris um, But, Ann, what did you. You one were. waiting. one thing with? you all missed. What? what?
1: During the car chase, they're actually handcuffed together. Oh, right. that's right. Which makes the stunt even more incredible that they had to maneuver around each other to figure out how to drive the car.
0: Yeah, but Anne, and here's the thing not only what are Tom Cruise. And Haley well, handcuffed to each other, they're handcuffed on the wrong. They're yeah. handcuffed in the order that Haley has to be the one sitting in the driver's seat. Yes. And the way they deal with that is really fun. Yeah. Um, and that I'm glad you brought that up, baby. It it was just oh, I, I got so you, fun. And when the scene ended, I said, <laughs> "What
4: happens?" I was so mad. Oh yeah, because
0: the happens. scene ends on this. It's like oh oh oh, and then. And then the scene ends. And then, and then the totally goes black and it was like, "Oh, what's going to happen?" Um but yeah, it looked and sounded fabulous. And so that was the Paramount presentation, not quite as great as the Universal one, but I mean, Paramount again, they brought out on stage Rihanna, John Krasinski, Seth Martin Scorsese, Seth Rogen. I mean, all these people just Came out, so they are right there in front. It was really, really cool. So again, bravo to Paramount for a great presentation. A number of their their projects they have coming out. I'm super excited to see a lot of animation. A lot of animation they have coming. Appreciate I that. I gotta admit, not a lot of that I'm interested in. Yeah, but we got to appreciate. It. But a lot yeah. of animation coming, and uh, it's gonna serve a lot of the audience and that. Uh, they did a great job. So now let us fast forward a few hours after that. We walked in for the Lionsgate presentation. Now the Lionsgate's presentation was really only about 30 minutes long. The reason for that is because they wanted to save most they wanted to save almost all their time for a full screening of the new comedy Joyride, and we'll get to Joyride in a second. But they came out and started talking about their upcoming features, and I can only remember one of them. What were some of the features that Lionsgate talked about besides the big one?
3: Oh golly. I'm trying
0: to oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, so there's a couple of faith based films.
3: Yes. Yeah, yeah, uh, that spin off of, or not spin off but the same studio that brought you Jesus Revolution is, uh, is Are doing... You
0: There, God? It's me, Margaret. Yeah, yeah. They've got well, them. that's not the
3: religious one. Oh, that's a Judy Blume. Oh, okay. So sorry. So, it's from the
0: studio. It's I think Angels
3: it. Angels, something or other. And that's gonna have Hilary Swank in it. Yeah. Um. So that was one. Are you there, God? It's me, Margaret. Which is the Judy Bloom book, which yeah. Judy Bloom herself has said is better than the book. Which is opening that's this week opening today, tonight or tomorrow, right? Yeah. Um, and then uh, Sisu. Oh, Sisu.
2: That That's right
0: too. I know. I you know our own Jonathan Voico. Um, he went to go see it on Monday, and I haven't talked to him about it yet because he got to go see an early what screen. Movie, that, that movie open. looks. Awesome. John wick
2: though that yeah. trailer is well,
0: awesome. Yeah. Sisu. It just—it looks so good. Any dude killing
2: Nazis has my vote.
0: Yeah, with uh, anybody, anybody any dude putting landmines on the heads of Nazis and watching them blow up. Yeah, uh, that movie looks sick. Um, Okay, but really, the Lionsgate presentation was about two things. Really, it was Mm -hmm. about Joyride, which we'll get to in a second, and it was Hunger Games. A story of,
3: a song, a, songbirds, a of songbirds, songbirds and, and
0: snakes. Yes, snakes. Uh, yeah, song of snakes.
2: Sixty-two years before the Hunger yeah, Games.
0: The oh. so story of oh, Snow.
2: Yeah. President Snow is a young man.
0: Yeah, so we see a young President Snow, who is actually one of the mentors for the early Hunger Games. In the way that Woody Harrelson was a mentor mm-hmm. to Jennifer Lawrence's character, he was a mentor in the Hunger Games in an earlier range. And the big bad of the movies, it looks like it's Peter Dinklage.
3: Yeah, who who kind of came up with the entire way the Hunger Games are run.
0: Yeah, and, and the purpose of the Hunger Games, is, mm-hmm. I don't want you to train her to win. I want you to train her to be a spectacle. Uh, I mean, listen, I'm not a big Hunger Games guy. I mean, I appreciated the Hunger Games movies. I really loved the second Hunger Game movie. I'm not a huge Hunger Games killer.
4: That's disrespectful, and I'm totally offended by <laughs> you calling it "shoots and matters."
0: It looked great. It, it does. It, it looks great. It looks great. Now, I, I will say this about the presentation that they showed us: the sound mix in it was terrible. So I think I missed half the dialogue because their their yeah, music hard. and sound effects. It was like Christopher Nolan did the sound mix on it. Wow, was like so overblown, and the vocal dialogues, were, with the dialogue uh, audio levels were too low. But just every, they, and Francis
2: Lawrence is back directing. Yes, who directed, so directed three of the yeah. original
0: four films, and. I feel like we saw more of Pan M in that one trailer than we saw in almost all of the other Hunger Games. Yeah, yeah. It,
2: in a way, we haven't seen it before. Absolutely.
0: Yes, it felt more real. It yeah, felt
2: it, kind it felt of more audit. real, and it, it it really looks terrific uh, as far as dystopian sci-fi goes. Yeah. I I really, I was like, I, I didn't have much interest. I didn't read the book.
0: Neither did I.
2: But seeing this trailer really piqued my interest. I'm like, this looks yeah. really good,
3: especially when you have Viola Davis showing oh. up and mm-hmm. talking about you know
2: how running great these games you got oh. a,
3: a young um uh the the young version of stanley tucci's character right? yep, yep. played yep. by jason schwartzman in this too i didn't know that was happening that's very fun
4: yeah and the and the theme song they used during the was what great. was the theme song good. good games yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Damn it, Randy! You know, no,
3: but
4: they did use it.
0: <laughs> you don't <know>, remember? <Yeah>. For- <laughs> yeah. They
2: brought, they brought the symphonic Games. version Hunger of in <laughs> it in.
0: Hunger
4: Games, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was good. <laughs> Shout out to Randy on Sound Park. That was a great episode of him being Lord. That was um, all I heard the whole time during the trailer.
0: I uh, <laughs> Hunger Games, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, but I mean, it looks like a post, it looks like a dystopian future. The, the, even the color palette, of the cinematography, just it felt it, it didn't feel gray. It felt immersive. Yeah, and it the the color choices, um, the palette they chose for the cinematography, like conveyed the sense you're supposed to feel in the world. And it, I, I'll tell you what, I look snow. It looked turns out did not start off bad. Yep. Some happens and he goes bad. He breaks bad at some point, yep. and it looks really, really interesting. Yeah, it so really does. and like you in, in our household, you are the bigger Hunger Games fan. Yeah. What did you think about the spot for songbirds and snakes?
1: Oh, I love that they're telling the story, you know, because when they go into the whole, the trilogy before, you're already well into the games and, and what it is and so I love this angle. I've never seen that actor before, but he looks like a young President Snow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um I love like the little Easter egg things they're throwing in there with, like, the white rose. And so, I yeah, I'm just excited.
0: The one thing they did was pretty neat. They did this one shot where you see his face, the young snow. And then in the background, in the audio, you hear an audio clip from Donald Sutherland from the original movie. Like, there's a line of dialogue, so you hear it echoing over the image of him. It it looks really impressive. I'm very excited to see it. So Uh, By the way, thank you to Ryan M. in the live chat who sent in a Super Chat badge. Mm. Thank you, Ryan. Appreciate that. Um, so yeah, that was, uh, hunger games, a ballad of songbirds and snakes. I still think it's an awful title. Uh, but I am sign me up as being somebody who's actually quite excited to see this movie. I think mm-hmm. this looks great. Now I saw somebody ask in there about, Hey, didn't they talk about expendables four? There was a, they, they really showed did, us a list of people. Yeah, they showed us a list. Yeah, and we got Expendables yeah. four coming. Who's going to start This, 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 and this. And then they just moved on. Again, they only had a little bit yeah. of time to talk about their un- upcoming slate. They wanted to focus mostly on Hunger Games and Joyride. what we're going to talk about now. Yeah, which is Joyride. Oh. So, I first really became aware of this movie. Like I remember hearing about it being that Seth Rogen was producing something. That 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 was a while ago. Whatever. Um, but Anne, I think, was the first one who's like, oh my God, wasn't that Joyride trailer great? I'm like, what Joyride trailer? And she brought my attention to the red band trailer of it. And it was one of the funniest trailers I've seen this year. This whole movie's red band. <laughs>
1: yeah. Oh, oh, oh,
0: oh, 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 yeah. But we'll we'll get to that in a second. It's good. So they're, we're going to show you Joyride, and, and the president of the studio comes out. Go, but first we're going to bring out. They brought out the writer, director, the four main stars, and Seth Rogen to talk about it. And as soon as they start talking to the director, who had been who spent two years working on uh, oh, yeah. Ryan the Last Dragon, so she was one of the main writers of that. On the web. She was one of the main writers of Ryan the Last Dragon, and she had just directed. What did they say she had just directed? before that. I'm trying to remember what it was. But she had worked on, on something else before that. And he turns to her and says, So, like what was it about making this your first feature film directorial thing, your first feature? What like what brought this on? And she just grabs the mic and she goes, I just want to tell dick jokes. Yeah. <laughs> She's saying like, I just want to tell dick jokes. I mean that's what I want to do. And like the whole interview with all the women was filthy as fuck. Oh, it was great. Like like really really filthy it like was... they were out Seth Roganing Seth Rogan Oh yeah uh, and that that didn't prepare you for what we were about to see No no it it it, it didn't at all no. it, because this movie starts I I skipped to the end for a second the movie is fucking brilliant It's fantastic Um I cannot I, Rob and I were talking afterwards we were hanging out by a slot machine as Ray was losing some money Yeah Um I'm and sorry. And I said to Rob, I said, you know, it has been a long time since I saw a a pure comedy in the vein of I Love You, Man, 40-Year-Old Virgin, Anchorman, like something that that these iconic kind of comedies that we just haven't got. I mean, there was The Good Boys, Mm -hmm. which Seth Rogen was also a producer on, that I I really enjoyed. I like The Good Boys. But, you know, that that, that I Love You, Man, 40-Year-Old Virgin kind of level stuff. And within five minutes of this movie starting... You could feel it, right? You were laughing your guts out in the first moments,
2: and it is so like if, if guys make a raunchy comedy, they're guys, so you kind of expect that from guys. Yeah. But because it's this is a female-based comedy, and they're Asian females, it pluses, and they really play off off of that, which makes the jokes even filthier and more awesome. Because it's you know you're always saying too. it's. It, it, I loved on the, the on the poster. It says. It says. It says one thing, something. No luck.
3: Oh, four friends, one trip. No, no luck, luck. Yeah, because
2: they're playing on the Joy Luck Club, in that ad. In that ad, which I thought was really clever, because it really destroys any of those tropes. Just completely, just destroys any preconceived notions, and it is subversive mm-hmm. as hell. Listen, I loved it.
0: I'll, I'll, I'll tell you what. There. There are. There was at least five moments in this film. That I thought, well, they won't go there. Oh my God, they did that! There was one <laughs> shot with something they've been
2: talking about. I, I didn't expect to see <laughs> what they were talking about. I mean, full on. I in your you Don't give too much.
3: Shot worse. Yeah, well, and then they it, got it, uh, Yeah,
2: yeah.
0: <laughs>
2: I mean, but but worse meaning great because yeah. it was that much funnier. Oh,
0: it's hilarious. And the,
2: this mo- and first of all, can we just talk about? It? The four girls in this cast, brilliant, are Ooh. fabulous, so, so good. good. By
0: Stephen the way, Hsu,
3: Sabrina Wu, Ashley Parker, and Sherry Cola—they are incredible. They're incredible, incredible.
0: Now, fabulous. what's the name of the girl from from? Uh, okay, Everything, I mean, everywhere. Yeah, uh, Stephanie Hsu. Yeah, yeah that's Stephanie. Stephanie, who was who I first really took notice of in Shang Chi, like she has a relatively small part in Shang Chi, but she's great in What's it. In she's she's the she's the friend the in the bar with. Them. Oh, um, right, okay. so from there, and of course, everything, everywhere at once, and now she's like taking the world by storm. And their the four of them, their chemistry together was again. It reminded me of Seth Rogen, Demoney, Paul Rudd, Stephen Carell in the Forty Year Old Virgin. Like like just four seemingly really different kind of performers, and and yet this 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 tangible chemistry together, where you are just hanging on every word of dialogue and interaction between them the whole fucking time. And it was and unbelievable.
2: This, this this director, she, uh, I mean she's somebody to watch. Yeah. Because she wanted to tell dick jokes, well she got to tell them and more. And
3: did them
2: well. She told jokes about everything, not just dicks.
3: Yeah. No. Adele Dunn crushed it. And it also is a movie that's a lot of heart, too. I don't know about you guys, but it there's, really did. there's one particular scene where I was like, oh, okay. Um no, there's I guess we're doing that.
0: There's a scene where a message is left for somebody on a laptop. That's that's all I'll say. And the moment it started, I was getting choked up. Like I, I was like legitimately yeah. getting choked up. Um there is there's your look in every pure comedy that that takes a dramatic angle at points. It can sometimes feel a little shaky, yeah. and and I'll say that about. But honestly, it is so overcompensated with great laughs, great oh. chemistry. You are just in love with the charm. I instantly thought, walking out of it, I could watch five more movies just with these four women hanging out together yeah. and talking. Oh, that I was
4: bummed
2: when the movie ended. I'm like, why does it, I, I, it? seemed like it was ten minutes long to me. Oh. I
0: was so entertained. Was so I was cool. laughing okay. so hard. I wish we could do a spoiler review, but it doesn't mm-hmm. come out to what, June or July? Oh,
3: Ooh, I'm hard, not sure, man. let me double check. It's yeah, it's so either June
0: or July that, that exactly it actually comes July? out.
3: July? It Dan. doesn't
0: come out for just or May, June. So we've got another three months until you can watch it. Oh man, it's be hard. But, but guys, watch it as soon as you can. If there's some early fan screening near you, see it. And, and also this, don't just go with one person. Get a group of friends together. Oh yeah. Go have a couple of adult beverages first. Then go, not too many, and then go and watch this movie together because I'll tell t- t- it's been a while since I laughed that hard in a the movie.
2: Theater. Yeah, me too. I mean, I was crying, dude. I was, uh, I was, I was <laughs> well, at some point. I, I, had I, my, Rob, I had.
4: I heard Rob behind me every time Rob laughed. I was just
2: I had to put my my hand over my mouth at one point. I was laughing so loud. I thought I was going to bother everybody around me.
1: Did you like it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah i think it was well number one asian female representation Fuck yeah all the dialogue is exactly the way me and my friends talk to each other oh so i can i, I, I can, can attest to that
0: to i can attest but to like
1: that. we talk like that it's they said something in the beginning where they said asian women were taught to be quiet yeah and <laughs> they are not quiet whatsoever in this film oh. they let it all out and that's it's it's awesome i wish like you said we could actually talk about some of the details it,
4: and, and there's even parts about her career that they played on that I could imagine my sister Anne probably goes through too well
0: because like in, in and, the lead character in the movie is a successful lawyer this overachiever and like Anne is a PhD can't like student at USC she's the vice president she's, she's like top of her game all that kind of stuff uh, she's
1: the reason why this character decides she wants to be successful, she's trying to prove herself in a community where they all are kind of
0: the same. coming down on her. So mm-hmm.
1: that was her way of proving herself in America. So there's such a lot of those things that lot, yeah. Yeah, I mean, are very was, relatable. It
2: wasn't just, a like you said, it has a lot of heart. It has a lot of points to make, especially about relationships between people and also racial tension mm-hmm. in ways you wouldn't have expected
0: also Asian Asian, yeah. Asian Asian racism yeah. just...
3: <laughs> but
0: man it was it, but funny God. I mean, oh it was... God funny. So funny every single time even the stuff that's in the trailers was with the extra one or two seconds that was in the trailer so much funnier. elevated it. So much. All I can say is the one thing that's in the trailer, them posing as a K-pop group, that that scene is going to go down for me <laughs> oh, yes. with the Stephen somewhere with the Stephen Um chest wax scene in yeah. oh, yeah. Like that scene for me is going to live right up I there. I wish you could do spoiler because there's one oh. joke, there's
4: one joke in there that I just. I, I, I fell off my chair. I'm but sorry. you got to
0: let people discover
3: this. We've got to talk yeah. about this after we go out there. we talk about it in July. Yeah, in
0: July we will. Although I will say this. At, there's some, I've got to find a moment in my life, in my day-to-day life, somewhere I have to find a time that I can use the phrase, leave room for Jesus. I, I don't know how or why, but at <laughs> Is some... Is that not a phrase you heard? It was like, there's
3: some In like phrase. seven
0: I I mean in the movie, yeah. I like I'm now like I gotta find an opportunity that something comes up where I can use the phrase leave room for Jesus in um, there. Oh guys, this movie's so it's funny. Great. It's so what, funny. What
3: was so nice about this too, because we didn't really feel this with Boogie Man, but like ending Cinemacon this way really, really fulfilled the promise of communal experiences are why yes. we come to movie theaters. Because I have behind me these two older Southern women who are both dying and they're probably in their 60s and they keep going oh my god i can't believe she said that oh my god <laughs> <laughs> i have this older man next to me who's laughing really hard but then every now and then like checks himself like maybe i shouldn't be laughing so hard <laughs> but it was so many different types of people laughing at this shared experience and it was just yeah all week we've been talking about this is why we come to movie theaters and it was so nice to be in that giant coliseum because it and have would everyone feel that
0: would not have been the same even if it was just Anne and I, we love watching comedy together, but mm-hmm. even if it was just Anne and I at home watching on TV, that would have been great still. Yeah. But watching in this room with thousands of other people, then everybody losing their mind. And, and yeah. mind you, this room is probably
4: three times as big as a, a normal theater. Yeah. We have three times as many people in there. This room
3: is made for Adele. It's made yeah. for Celine yeah. de the Young. So, yeah. so
4: just hearing the laughter, then all of a sudden, you know, like... Everyone's together in this movie, like the the reactions, like throughout the movie. Everyone was uh, simultaneous and whatever doing it. Just hearing the sniffles during certain parts, it was yeah. like, Yeah, you can hear like, the I, I, didn't <laughs> I was like, Okay, I'm supposed to be feeling this. So
1: yeah. I'm really uh, grateful to Seth Rogen and whoever else saw this movie and really went in with it, too. Mm-hmm. Just yeah. read the script. Yeah, it's really hard to push these types of movies without. Kind of the support of folks who are already kind of in the industry and can help you uplift it and bring it to the attention of everybody. So
0: look, I'll I'll say this too. I, I mentioned this to Rob when we came out of the theater. I said, you know, like you guys know, I I loved Flash. I think Flash is great. I'm not. 100% sure I know which I think was my favorite movie of CinemaCon. Ooh. Yeah. I mean, now they're two very the different real one? movies. They're, what's that? The
3: real
0: movie? Oh, yeah, yes. It's that's a your... very real movie. We yeah, saw it, Chris. One... It's real.
3: <laughs> I didn't see it. In
0: credits and everything. I don't
3: know. I feel like this is a big conspiracy theory against me.
0: <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, And they're two. I'm not trying to compare Flash and and, and uh, Joyride. They're oh, two mean. very <laughs> no, They're very different. Yeah, yeah. very, yeah, very different movies. Yeah. But... Boy, I tell you what. Between the two, because I skipped out on Boogeyman, but the two screenings that I sat in were both bangers. Yeah, like I mean, both worth all this from both bangers, like from. worth the trip to to CinemaCon by the, But then like I, I, I think about it. today on stage, we didn't expect any of them. Martin Scorsese comes out. Rihanna comes out. Um, uh Seth Rogen comes out. Uh John Krasinski comes out. Yeah the other day be- between the other days that we've had Ryan Gosling come out and Emily Blunt come out and Oprah come out and uh... Robbie. Who? Margot, Margot, Margot Robbie, Robbie come America out. America
3: Ferreira. Zendaya. Zendaya,
0: Zendaya,
2: Zendaya. comes out. Chalamet lunch- comes out. Like it just okay. goes on and on. And it- at the luncheon today, Leonardo DiCaprio
4: yes. came out. Oh, wow. Oh, you I were, had luncheon? Okay, was, so I besides all the full awesome. movie screenings, what's the one thing that you saw that, like, just is like your favorite thing that you saw, like, that they showed? <laughs> Like, the one that you think about the most after this weekend. You know what?
0: I I go back. It's the ones that surprise me. Because, you know, Mission Impossible, that didn't surprise me. It was great. And we knew it would be great, right? The Pixar, they showed us 20 minutes of Pixar's Elemental. It didn't surprise me because this Pixar, I expected it to be great. And I think back to day one with the Sony presentation, when first they showed us uh, Color Purple, and then what were the other... That things? was Warner Brothers. Sorry, sorry. Uh, um, um, what was... So Warner Brothers was color purple, and then they showed two other ones that I was like, I didn't think I was looking forward to this. Wicked. Well, w- well Wicked was another one. one. Yeah. Uh, but it was like the first three things that they did, and it was like, oh, that surprised me. And then and I can't okay. remember which ones they uh, one, let me. But change. it's the ones that surprised you. Yeah, let me answer yeah, the question. Agree.
4: Okay. Out of everything we saw, and you could watch one movie tomorrow that we saw anything of, even if we didn't get footage for it, which would be one answer from each of us? Wicked. Wicked. Strays. Wicked. Oh, Strays, strays would, be would be right, right up, up strays there. Strays tomorrow. Yeah, I don't,
1: Wicked probably, yeah. yeah.
4: Wow, Wicked,
2: what about yours? that's the only one I, I missed. Know. Wicked too. Wicked. That's the <laughs> only yeah.
4: footage I missed. Although, I have to say this. I you would really, go to the
2: bathroom. I, to I would to blown back. away by the Napoleon footage. Oh, the Napoleon looks great. I want to see that, you know.
0: But, you know, it's it was also... The hearing from the studio heads, hearing from the directors, hearing from all that—it's just you, you got to understand. To to people like us, it, it it's it's a phrase that get used too used too much, and maybe inappropriately so in some places. But the movie theater to us is church. I mean, it's it's a sacred place. Uh, but like it, from Anne and I, still again, will attest to this. Like every day that I know, I'm going to a movie theater is a good day. Like yeah. I wake up going, okay, don't forget baby, we're going tonight, We gotta. so we're gonna arrange dinner now because we're, I, it's, and to hear, to be at something like this where it's thousands and thousands of people, the people who make the movies, get together and talking and sharing the deep passionate love that we have for the movies, in particular, being watched the way they were meant to be watched in a movie theater and that Indeed. communal experience and celebrating that is one of the big reasons that I know for me, Rob, I love coming to CinemaCon every year. That's exactly what are you walking it. away with?
2: That's exactly well well the fact that this everybody seems to have a newfound commitment to theatrical distribution. Well, twenty twenty two certainly helped. Uh, I mean, yeah, <laughs> with the, this whole the whole idea of the streaming wars that we've been talking about. Streaming's great. It is. And the streaming Wonderful. things it's awesome, but to reestablish the dominant position of movie theaters and seeing movies in a theater and how the industry realized they made a mistake. Mm, yeah, you know, and they're making a course correction, which is great. What What are you walking away with, Chris?
3: Oh man, like ten pounds of extra weight from all that snow crab. Um, but mostly, we had a
0: big dinner last night. Yes, we did. We had great. a big dinner I, last night.
4: I wanted it to again tonight for some
3: reason. <laughs> I, I went in there being like, I want them to regret that this is a buffet. I want them to regret their choices. Um, I guess the biggest thing. Yeah, is is that reminder of the communal experience because we do watch so much stuff on streaming, honestly, a lot of times because it is convenient, but it's just not the same. You don't have that same feeling. And, you know, I can walk to a movie theater. I should walk there more.
0: And uh, this was uh, Anne's first CinemaCon all the years what? that I've come. She's, I mean, you know, she's a career woman. She's never been available to come with me. She came with me this year. What was your overall impression of your first CinemaCon?
1: Well, First, thank you to the crew for letting me kind of tag along here. It was a lot of fun. One thing that I think the crew doesn't see because you're kind of in it is that it's amazing how many of the theater, small theater owners, and even the big ones and the studio folks watch you all. And they came up to you and they said, wow, we watch your show. We met people from Bermuda, Honduras, like all over the
0: world. Almost every state you can name. That are
1: part of this community, which I thought, you know, kind of just as an outsider coming in was like, yeah, we've got theater chain owners and you've got studio folks there, but you forget how kind of small the industry is at the same time and that uh, I was just getting to walk with this group and they would get stopped all the time. Did
4: you see that guy that said hi, or or someone said hi to me and I still don't know how to take it, so I'm sorry. But he said, you're like a deer in headlights when I said hi to you because I I still don't know how to react (laughs) to, I'm like,
3: I genuinely assume I know them. So I'll be like, what, how do, how do we know each other? And yeah, they're like, but thank we you. don't.
0: Yeah, but thank you to everyone who's so Anne, kind enough to introduce them to yeah. Anne has developed this ability where she can identify from about 25 feet away when somebody's about to come up and approach um, me. She's like, that guy's going to come over and say hi to you any minute now. Because, like, every once in a while, he just kind of looks at you for a second, and that guy's going to come over any they, second now. They might have like...
4: the same look in their eyes that she had in her eyes when you guys first dated. Like, you know, like, this person is, like, you know what I mean? Like, we clearly weren't there that, that the was, like, we that was That was a joke that didn't go right. I was trying to explain something to wow. me. Wow. <laughs> am i weird but
3: all forget
4: it let's go back to you're about to ask me what my last thing was. I, I i was about to go to you what was your big take i'm happy Japan? that the last thing that we saw made us all happy mm-hmm. yeah and, and particularly it was from a you know a race that i
0: <laughs> you are <laughs> yeah, i was gonna say i thought you said that i identify with I think, I think it's a little bit more than. no that, i'm right? just
4: very I, I feel very proud right now that that's what we got at the end yeah, you no, know, at
0: the end of the day, guys, go to the movies with your friends more. Go to just go to more movies with your friends. It, yeah. it, it's such a great experience. And the fact that we all got to sit there together and laugh and it's just uh, such a good experience. Anyway, guys, that will will wrap up our CinemaCon twenty twenty three. Um, a big huge thank you to NATO for for that's the North American Theater Owners or the now they've no this is now the National Association of Theater Owners. Um, uh, uh, a big thank you to John Fithian, who's been the, the head of the, uh, of the theater owners organization for many years. And this was his last year. He's retiring after the CinemaCon. Uh, thank you to all the movie theater owners who came up to us this week and to talk to us. And we are just, you guys make the experiences we have. You facilitate it all. and, And we, we thank you. Uh, thank you to all of you guys for Following along and watching our, our content that we've been doing this week. Uh, there is going to be a John Campus show tomorrow. Um, it's going to be more of a skeleton crew tomorrow, but come by and join us for the John Campus show tomorrow. Uh, me and Jonathan and Ray will be in studio. Um, guys, thank you so much for everything. Uh, make sure that with if you're inspired by all the animation stuff that we've been hearing about, you can go and learn how to do that shit. Yay! Um, with, by, with Chris Carr as your instructor. Yeah. At speakfriendstudios.com. Yeah. So make sure you go there. You wanna get some of the commentary from Robert Meyer Burnett, just go on YouTube, search for the term Robservations, and you will find Robert Meyer Burnett like, talking about some shit nobody else on YouTube talks about and takes approaches to them that nobody takes approach to approach Sponsored by the John Campion Show. Sponsored by oh, the yes, John Campion Show. every job in Hollywood. He knows everything. Yeah. And, and, that's, and that's such a great collection of people that he talks to. Mm-hmm. Go check that out. Find me at Chipotle. Ray will be <laughs> napping on my couch. Let me go ahead of you
4: in line, and I will give you a shout-out.
0: <laughs> eating my food. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, and, by the way and has like the best podcast in the world on project management and the tools of co- of project management that you can take in your everyday life called the Everyday PM and where can people find that baby
1: There just ser- search the Everyday PM on YouTube and you'll find Turtle it. Power
4: baby
0: Turtle That's Power her. Uh, thank you to John Lennon, who came with us uh, this weekend. <laughs> oh, um, yeah, John Lennon back there? We ran across Logan. Anne and I were walking down the street, the, the Vegas Strip, and we walked right by Logan. And he, I've never seen Logan in a hat, and I've never seen him in sunglasses. Oh, he's like, so I had no idea who the fuck this was coming Logan up and so talking to us. he cool
3: the whole He's man. looked very
4: cool. But, 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 can one, one quick story. Me and Ann got off the elevator. Logan was behind us. I didn't know it was Logan. And what did he say to us where I was like, are we about to get murdered by, by the nerdiest white man? <laughs> <laughs> because Logan's voice is the most non-threatening, but he said this no. sentence to us, and I was like, I go to and I'm like, fucking I'm
0: murdered by the <laughs> <murders> <laughs> white guy. Ever, right? You know what? This is true. A bunch of people ask you know, they've never met Logan. Can we, Logan? Can we have you come over here for a second? Come, come sleep oh, yeah, oh my right. god, he's literally asleep in the chair across. Yeah. Should oh. we turn the camera and <laughs> then make him regret in No, no, no. He's He's, 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 He's he's been this
3: entire week while we've been here, he's been doing all the speak friend editing and stuff. So he has been editing while we have been doing all these conventions and checking up on all of our clients and doing all kinds of stuff. So now he's just snoozing.
0: Uh, And uh, guys, again, to all of you, thank you for joining us. Thank you for coming along this journey with us. We have now a full year of content to talk about as we go. And so that will do us next time you see uh, me at any rate, we'll be back in Los Angeles. Thanks a lot again for joining us, guys. And that'll do it for us from Cinemacon 2023. Talk to you later next guy. Uh, next time, guys. See you later. Peace out.